It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm out of here. Hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Uh, if you're a member of our Patreon family, I will be on Patreon tomorrow night at 10.05 after NXT. Uh, I originally was going to take Wednesday off, but since it looks like I'm going to be recording that conversation with Misha Montana on Thursday, uh, Wednesday should be still in place. So I'll be here Wednesday night. And I, I wasn't going to say this publicly, but I'm going to say it anyway. There's a certain podcast show, TV show, 
that I actually respect and enjoy. It's a wrestling show. It's on television. And um, apparently they're not a fan of Misha Montana, which I which is fine. I respect that. You know, not like friends. But, uh, you know, this person went out of their way to say to me, oh, there's no reason for you to do this interview. Another place already interviewed her. Yet this show... Their entire history on being on TV is interviewing people who have been interviewed thousands of times in their lifetime. You know, I'm having a conversation with her. I'm not having an interview. Sure, we're going to talk about some XPW stuff. We're going to talk about her health scares, you know, having heart surgery, the stroke. We're going to talk about Matt Riddle. We're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about some of the reasons why the guy was off TV. We're not going to get too deep into it. It's not my place to get that personal. But, you know, we're having a conversation just so people get a feel as far as what's going on. And um, that's all it is. So for anybody to tell me, oh, you don't need to do it, someone else, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just, uh, just thought that was a little bit much to say it nicely. So, but I don't want to spend too much time on this, but because it is something that has taken over almost the... Uh or dominating the pr live premier chats that we have, and I consider it a waste of time, uh, about two wastes of time as far as I'm concerned. You have a wannabe Andrew Dice Clay and a wannabe Howard Stern wearing their sunglasses at night um, that do this program out of New York. I don't know them. They could be fine human beings for all I know, aside from their little personas that they try and project. But for whatever the odd reason, it seems like a lot of their programs, or at least the links that are sent to us by the fans, are dominated around our shows about, about me, you know, being the uh, uh, Joe Exotic of professional wrestling, abusing all of the uh, the wrestlers like Joe Exotic did to his Tigers at his amusement park or whatever that was down south. And you, there was a video with the thumbnail of you from the uh, TD Garden sold out with over 4 million people watching you on the USA Network, saying that you're the most boring man in professional wrestling. Wow, that's a surprise. Because if they saw the... There are a couple of guys up in Long Island, New York, named Monty and the Pharaoh. For whatever yeah. reason... Bullies. I don't know what it is, but for whatever bad, reason, bad bullies. Absolutely. They, they are bullies. Yeah, go up, reason, guys. Come on. Y'all are Monty grown men. don't like me. Monty used to like me a lot. They need to get a life. You know that? Get but a life. Y'all are grown like men. Me. Grown men. Get a life. Exactly. Get a, exactly. Get a life. You're grown Get men. a damn life. There. So, I, I mean, said you, it. You get off picking on a 63-year-old man. You know, go ahead. Yeah. Get That's a damn fine. life. Really. Go for it. You know, a 63-year-old disabled man, by the way, too. Yeah. Get a life. I dare you to say something about him. If you have um, something to say to Angelo, say it to me. Come on. I dare you. Well, you just Come on. wrestled in, in Puerto Rico and Japan and was fantastic for Ring of Honor. And I just want to give one other quick um, uh, memorial to the passing of Monty and the Pharaoh's YouTube show. And I'm glad that, that that's one thing I am glad to see dead and buried. And I hope that they put it in like the same, like take they take all the videos and put them in the same place that they stored all those Atari ET uh, cartridges that they buried out in the desert in a in a in a toxic waste dump because that's where that stuff belongs. And by the way, Monty, fuck you. I'd like to just give a quick shout out. 
Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Thank you very much. We can continue. Okay. The opinions of the rest, those might not re reflect the, the rest of us. Not that. No, but it completely reflects friends. my feelings about mine. That's your, he that's shouted your, out me on his show. Kind of I'm shouting him out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jonathan, wait, let's let Jonathan say here. Yeah. I was just going to say, I suspect there might be some kind of backstory here, but. Yeah, um, there is. And he, he took his time out of his last show to bash me and Evan personally. So I'd like to personally take time out of my show to bash him completely. One of the two shows is still on the air and the other one is dead and buried. A receipt. Let me get to a little humor. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. It's Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Only seen out of indie music studios here in Ron Conkama, Long Island, where we have the best producer of all time. Do, 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 do. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spidey, what's up, buddy? Spidey, not much. How you guys doing? All right, well, we, we were talking earlier, right? We got this tablecloth, which we've had for a while now. <laughs> And one of the old producers, like, I gave him, like... What did you call him? Old producers. I didn't mind the old part. What was that second word? Producer. Boy, you got some nerve. Go <laughs> ahead. Go You're ahead. right. Stop lying. So, like, he says, <laughs> he goes, I'm a professional. I, I know, well, you know how to get you a great tablecloth to really look great. And I'm like, great. So I give him a bunch of money. He goes and gets it. It's too big for the fucking table. Dude, it's too big for Giants Meanwhile, with, Stadium. Within it, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gigantic. We got an M. Can they see the M? I don't even but know anymore. Why I started thinking about it you is, know. you know, me and Jared were setting up, and I'm looking at Jared, and there's, you know, the studio shows that come in here, and this guy has one of these tablecloths. A form-fitting form tablecloth? But it, it's form-fitting. <laughs> Perfectly fits the table. Like a like a, a nicely wrapped condom. Yeah, we got Godzilla's blanket. Like a nice nicely wrapped condom, <laughs> nice, ready to enter the, the sugar walls. I used to break those constantly in my youth. Yeah, you'll like this tablecloth. Large and in charge. Well, I, well no. You, well, I don't want to be. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be unfair because if you were like the tablecloth, it would be too big. The, the rubber would be too big for your people. So well, it would be the other way around. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. For my peepee, oh boy, oh boy. dude, I love yeah. that intro with people hating on us, man. I've uh, I've obviously matured over the years. I I really uh, get a kick out of it. What happened you, to you me? Do enjoy what? It. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. It's you know, fun. What happened to me? You know, I want to give know. I want to give a shout out for everybody <laughs> that's whining. in the room. Loose is in the house. Loose Phil in the house. He Mr. says, "Hey Phil. there, Spidey." Mister Phil, Matthew, say hi to Phil, Matthew Spidey. in the house. Matthew is here. Hey Phil. I'm I'm still alive, uh, but I'm looking. Matthew has formally apologized I'm twice. I'm looking forward to 20, 2026. I will be looking with my, uh, you know, be looking over my shoulder. 
you know. Jason's here. Wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. You said Matthew has apologized twice? No, twice. I didn't even see these apologies. What did they say? It's not, he says he was I meant to say 2024? sorry, Jimmy. Okay, it's cool, Matt. We're cool. Little weird, but... The first lady in the house, (laughs) Maria Davis. Maria! You know what's so funny? When I think about Maria, I think about Miss Elizabeth. Wow. I think they're like the same that's, level. That's, I'm, that's I'm impressive. I'm being serious right now. I, well, I obviously adore Maria, too. So that's 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 an impressive uh, you know place to be. That works. By the way, Maria, I have to ask you. I meant to message you. Mm. So everybody knows the problems I have had with Ron Shaw in the past. You punk! You punk! Go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. And again, Jimmy and I went on this show called Wrestle Shoot. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess two ex wrestlers, right? Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Rob Wild, I think the one guy's name is right, and right. Chris Casanova. I got, know their got, names. Got you. I'm just got being you. a dick, got... right? So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but enough about your comfort zone. <laughs> I, I got. I got to tell you what. Those guys' mouths are too much for me, though. Yeah, well, like they you... make me feel uncomfortable, and you know, if you're ready for a bar of soap after listening to them, wow, something's really got to be cleaned up. Dude, okay. it's like, right. it's look, look, there's no love lost between me and Ron Shaw, right? No. But I not. still respect the fact that this guy was a big-time professional yeah, wrestler. He's, he's Ron Shaw. He's a big-time yeah. professional wrestler. Uh, we love Ron Shaw. Well, I love Ron Shaw. I won't speak for you. Listen. You know. How you doing, Ron? I, 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 re- I highly respect Ron Shaw, the wrestler. Okay. I don't respect Ron Shaw, the person. Is that fair? It's, I can see why the why the two of you. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah that's fine. That's fine. You can't be throwing out. It's just like yeah. so, Maria. I got to ask you. You got to feel uncomfortable. I mean, you know, you're a huge wrestling fan, things like that. You may dislike somebody. I mean, I've known the people you've disliked. One opened our video or was in the middle of the video. Oh, really? And by okay. the way, I want to say it's almost a year since. Dan Marotti passed away. Are you kidding me? Yeah, how time is flying, Jimmy. That went a little it's crazy. That went a little too fast. Yeah. Wow. And again, that's like a perfect example. It's mm. like there's got to be some sort of respect. Like I didn't like Dan Marotti. He didn't like me. Right. But there was a level of respect. Yeah. I respected the fact that he entertained the fans. I don't want to keep going into it. my whole point. Yeah. Is, oh, Maria, fine. oh my God, I got to talk to you because I don't know how you can deal with the language it's too much <laughs> loose cat in the house john is in the house eso by the way he's here he also runs the after show which oh, will come bruce, on at 10 30 after long island's up? number one pro wrestler broadcast what's up bruce? universal talent bookings who says what's evan up? Up? looking like boy george universal talent booking is also a partner of monty and the pharaoh uh Evan great is starting, guy, uh, Evan is starting great company. Uh, Evan is absolutely, absolutely universal. Uh, Evan is starting his own supergroup. You didn't hear about it? Evan and the Complainers? Yes, I like I that. Never heard of that? Their uh, first hit it. single, Rah? You have Rah. Heard? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Excellent. JB, you're here. Who else we got? Anybody else? Have JB, seen anybody JB. else? Chris Lee has returned, No people. way! The return of Chris Lee. Hello, mate. I'm... Where you been? And Roy Batiste, who did... we love so very much. Absolutely. Did Chris jump inside one of the kangaroo pouches over there or something? Where did he go? I gotta tell you, I really, 
I really like Chris Lee. Chris Lee rocks. He's a, he's a, when he's, you're missing he's really like that, Chris, even guy. I get nervous. Where are you? There's, honestly, there's so many stand-up people. Man, I got to tell you, I think I could speak for you. Yeah. We love you guys. Absolutely. We do. You guys give Hell us so yeah. much. Hell and yeah. uh, we just, you know, thank you. All right, man. For so sure. this is the, this is the one. Um, we might have got? to rename last week's show the Titanic, but uh, <laughs> Pig Farm. <laughs> Pig Farm was in studio what the, what the last Thursday. Thoughts on Pig Farm? Well, first of all, I you know, I like heavy music. Yeah, I I like aggressive music, and uh, I also happen to personally very much enjoy uh, the bass player Zach's uh, creativity. You know, to, to each his own. You know, you know what I'm saying. Understood. I, I, you know, it, uh, it was it was it was cool with me. I thought that they, uh, you know, it's it's, it's kind of hard for me to watch young bands do their thing, though. I will say that. I think I'm getting old, Mike. I want to ask. I you hate that. being so serious. When you're when, but... you're when you're at the age you are now, with the accomplished yeah. career that you have had. Okay. When you see a young upcoming band, whether you like their music or not, doesn't matter. And in this case, and I did. and and to be okay. fair. The fans of the show seemed like they didn't like the music because I could tell people probably went to go watch reruns of Gilligan's Island. So Skipper, but being That's that, rough. is there jealous? Listen, I, I like the band, it's, yeah. it, and I thought they, I thought it's great for well, the library. Well, don't forget that you know when you've got a very heavy form of heavy metal like that, it's an acquired taste, and there's millions of them that do like that. But that's an acquired taste. It's like anything else. I understand why people would either be you, into it feel, or not into it. Do you feel it. like you feel bad? Like, man, I wish I could no, be that young no, again. No, no, no. Well, feel bad? No. How about I feel, to be very honest, I feel frustrated that I can't be that young anymore. Because what's rough here is, is as I watch those young guys playing, and I think you know I mean this when I say this, I've got so much energy in me. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm 55, and I just want to go up there and kick the shit out of that stage. Because right. I know deep down, I still can. I think because you love it so much. I do love it. And that's the secret to it I all. do love it. When you love it, you know. Uh, I want to remind everybody, we're on every forms of social media, but recently we've joined the, a new app called Intuitive Network. That's nice. I-N-2-T-I-V-E Network. I'll ask you guys to go on. It's 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 a it's a free app. Just download it on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, they have short documentaries. They've got full documentaries. They got movies, and we've been chosen to be their first broadcast. And considering wow. you know, uh, I don't know if people have noticed this, and maybe it's just me whining a little bit. YouTube has been really rough on us, right? Yep. They know we have this new channel yep. coming off the destroying yep. the last channel. Yep. And, I mean, if you just look at the views these videos yep. are getting at some point, mm-hmm. um, it's literally impossible. Yeah, of course it is. Um, of course you know, it is. With, the, with the amount of talent that's been through this studio, whether you've seen the video a hundred times, there's uh, two billion people floating around yep. YouTube. Yep. I mean, but it, that's it's, the hypocr- it's insanity. But that's the hypocrisy of the people who think that they represent and justice for all. So there you go. There it is right there, you know. Well, somebody, somebody, somebody sucks. You're right. You're I wonder, right. I wonder who, you know, but one way or the other. We're not standing still. No. We're with Intuitive also. No. no. So I, we're well, not pussies. I, I'm just asking everybody out there, if you can, download the app. It's yeah. free. It's, it's a bunch of material, and yep. it's like, you know what? 
It might yep. be. It might be in your in your wheel. Oh, and one other thing, very importantly, I'd like to remind all you folks at home to do us a favor and hit that like and subscribe button for Monty and the Pharaoh. Thank, Thank you. you for the YouTube. Yeah, for YouTube. Thank God you remember. Like and subscribe. I There's a thumbs up there. Please, uh, you know. All right, before we get the show going, I want to talk about some upcoming shows. Mm-hmm. Tonight, we do have a special announcement, which will come. I'm going to be Tony Khan tonight, which will come on I hope around 940 tonight or nine, <laughs> like 935. Okay. We've got a special announcement, so hang Very in nice. there. Very nice. Um, March 2nd, which is next Thursday, we have WCCW Superstar. And I screwed up, guys. I had set the date for today, and right. then after talking to John, I had screwed up the date. So John gotcha. will be in the studio. Uh, John Tatum. John Tatum. Hollywood John Tatum. Hollywood John Tatum. Yep. Missy Hyatt? Ma- nope. But you can ask Missy Hyatt questions. One of these days, man. One of these days. All right. All right. March 11th at 3.30 p.m. I think that's a Saturday. Okay. Or for me, I would... You know, if I wasn't doing a show, I'd say 1530. Uh, you've got Sinister Minister mm-hmm. along with Max the Impeller. Sounds uh, painful. She's hot. Is she? Take a look. Let me see. I saw a dude with a beard. That looked like James. Um, what? March 19th at 11 a.m. <laughs> you guys don't want to miss this in studio. What? Will be PG thirteen. That is, I might want Jamie miss it. <laughs> Dundee along with his partner Wolfie D. What's up, Jamie? Uh, and the other guy. And you know, again, mm. another guy where there's no love lost between the Monty Nefaro. Yeah. Really mm-hmm. love Jamie Dundee. Jamie's awesome. Wolfie D. Not so much. And the other guy. And the other guy. Yep. Yep. And the other guy. Went went. And the other guy. Yeah. You, maybe you've heard of him. The other guy? The other guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. PG-13. How about PG-1? This might turn out to be rated off, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This could be a problem. It's, it's, it's gonna be March problem. 30th, I have the pitch man in here, Mitch Seinfeld. Mitch yeah, Seinfeld, awesome. well known for working on QVC, but really uh, was a, a big agent back in the day at quite, 16 years old Quite the wrestling, pro wrestling. A fine mind and quite the wrestling mind. Absolutely. That guy's awesome. He so is. he's got a lot to share. I think he's you guys awesome. don't want to miss that because this I, I can tell you I've known Mitch now for a while. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Yep. Brilliant man. Absolutely. And boy, oh, boy. Absolutely. If anyone should write a book, it's that guy. And fun to eat Italian food with. He is fun to eat he's Italian He's all right. He's cool. A Jew eating Italian food. Hey, what are you what are you saying here? That's me too. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, nothing wrong with it. A Jew eating Italian food? Yeah. We didn't even do a Baruch Atoh Adonoi on that food. What are you, you talking about? You do like when you eat Italian food. I leave out the other It's Baruch Atoh Adonoi Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. What is wrong with did you? you? Did you uh... go to Hebrew school? Yes. No, what, what's the thing? Uh, what? Baptized. Spinach dreidel? Yes. <laughs> baptized. Oh, bar mitzvah. Oh, boy, are you opening up a can of worms. Oh, my God. Okay. You're supposed to get it at the age of 13, just like you guys get confirmation, I guess, at the age of 13. Gee, what a coincidence. You almost think there's a connection between Jews and Christians historically in the books. Eh, Never mind. So anyway, 13 comes along, and my parents say, do you want to have a bar mitzvah? Well, Mike, here's the early warning signs that I was going to definitely walk a different path than most kids. I turned to my parents and I said, what is a bar mitzvah? And they said, well, all your relatives come and you're going to get money and you're going to get money. Did we mention you're going to get gifts, this, that, and the other thing? And I looked at them and I said, when was the last time we saw any of our relatives, Ma? Or Dad? You know, I asked them. 
And they were like, well, it's been years. Because my parents were kind of reclusive. They did their own thing. We didn't have a big family to begin with. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, I said, let me get this straight. These strangers are going to show up and give me money because I turned 13. You're going to laugh. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I'll pass. Man, you're stupid. I am. Do you you know how much money I gave up? God knows. Yeah, but I just felt like the principal. For me, I thought it was stupid. You know, I was like, no, nah, it's okay. Wow, you, are, you are one of a kind. Yeah. And then, oddly enough, as weird as it may say, or B, I, was, uh, I wound up being uh, confirmed as a Christian at the go. age of 33. There you go. So it was, it was what it was. By the way, know? Lou says that uh, Wolfie D's podcast is brutal. Well, you know, Luce, that doesn't surprise me because Wolfie puts as much effort into that podcast as he does his life. So. Mm, I, heard he, I heard he made pennies off it. Oops. Mm. Oops. That guy. That guy. Yeah. May 5th. Yeah. Manny Fernandez. Now, now this has got me pumped. In studio. This has got me pumped. Manny Fernandez. Holy wrestling magazines, baby. Bring him in. By the way, he's got to be one of the loosest cannons ever, right? Yeah. Manny, yeah. this is going to be fantastic. I, you know, listen, Fucking I want to know how you feel about Manny this Fernandez. Stuff. I kind of want to veer into... Oh, no. Don't mess with him. When I, I'm wanna, not, I'm I really want to talk a little bit about Vietnam with him, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. The two soldiers talking... To, I'm going to be totally out of place. Uh, dude, What's I, the weed good in Vietnam? What the fuck am I going to ask? No, dude, there's something about... Wow. It's something about the... Uh, the veterans that yeah. served in Vietnam yeah. that I have such a high respect for. Why were they treated like uh, such shit, uh, bro? Please, someone's got to explain that How about the that shit they saw, me. man? I, I, I mean, not even, that in every I can't even stuff. relate. I but can't. That I can't. was like a zoo. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, they were man, taking I really drugs hope he's just will, to survive. I really hope he's willing to talk about it. I really am. I hope so. He I want to show seem, this guy the most respect ever. Manny Fernandez is, is a fucking legend. I, 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 he doesn't seem reserved, Manny. He seems to talk about shit. You know, he, he doesn't exactly. Find out, you know, listen, when it, comes, when it comes to war and stuff like that, some, you know, it's I a, got lot you. Of, a lot of people no, have a I lot got of problems, you. And so. I don't blame them for being scarred from it. You and know? Uh, Tommy Rich will also be in studio <laughs> coming back for the fourth time. Tommy Wildfire Rich. Well, now I know I definitely got to bring a bag that day. You got to, yeah. yeah. Hey, Farrell, you got some of that good stuff? Time to smoke. Yep. Tommy Rich rocks, man. I love Tommy. All right, well, we've got some real uh, alarming news out there for everybody. Spiders are evolving. Here's what the terrifying news means. Evolution is a process that can take many years, and it's always interesting to hear species change. To adapt. That's right. To to its environment. environment. Wow. Newsweek. How did you know that? It's just right here. just like me. I can't believe I can. Newsweek recently reported on research that the molecular whatever evolution (laughs) journal. You can read. Ecologists (laughs) were observed species of funnel web spider in Israel's By the way, that's called phylogenetics, by the way, an evolution journal where ecologists have observed species of funnel web spiders. In Israel's caves. In the various stages of blindness. And if you listen carefully, you know what the, those spiders are saying in those Israelis? Baruch Atah. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they get bar mitzvah. No, they passed two. They can't see their gift anyway. <laughs> Out of the species they observed, five of the species were semi-blind with reduced eyes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. two species completely blind. As you got deeper into the cave, right? right? Wow, this is wild. What's even more interesting is that numerous species of funnel web spiders can be found in each cave. Wow. And and the species would progressively be more blind, what you just said. Yeah, more blind, the deeper they go into the cave. Species wow. outside the caves were found to be normal eyes and eyesight see. still, while species in the dark could not see. So they were mm-hmm. adapting. Mm. 
Since these animals live in pure darkness, it would make sense that the species has gradually evolved to lose eyesight over time. That's pretty wild. So what does that mean, that you lose eyesight and your other senses yes. become stronger? Yes, they do. Hearing, I mean, you're sounds. living in total darkness. What do you need your eyes for? Wow. That's pretty wild. Eyesight uses energy. It could make little sense for species to continue to be born. Instead, I, I, they have other evolutionary advantages suited for the environment to help them catch food. Sure, I'm sure they do. But the most important thing is, is Spidey, how's your eyes? You're not losing your sight, right? You're a spider. No, not yet. Okay, so as long as you can see those knobs and stuff, you'll probably do better than our past, uh, pro- I can't call him a producer. <laughs> so wait a minute, are you, are you trying to say, if like, just say I locked you in a basement and no lights with a woman. Yeah. And all you did, you know. You think I wouldn't be able to find the parts? No, 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 no. Ooh, you have what? sex with her, and yeah. you guys have a baby. Yeah. And that baby. And we're still staying in the dark? We you're in the dark. Out? You're in the dark. Who's giving us food? Would eventually, like, after after time, would, like, the baby's baby be blind? Yeah, I would think that if, if, if you, I don't know if that applies to the human species. I think Imagine this is what this article is Is saying. that what they're suggesting? Uh, that is what they're suggesting. Well, you know what? I got a great idea. Why don't we take Evan and the complainers and shove them into a cave a couple of miles in and see if they adapt? They How's adapt? that sound? You'll probably hear it off in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's kind of strange. I don't know. This is what I like to call wrestling fans are freaks. <laughs> What a title. WWE is being sued for being too loud. The world of professional wrestling is no stranger to controversy, scandal, and many cases of lawsuits. (laughs) Most recently, WWE (laughs) fan and and WrestleMania 38 attendee Marvin Jackson Mm. filed a lawsuit on January 12th because of hearing loss. He experiences his left ear after a pyrotechnic blast (laughs) (laughs) occurred during the event. Recent PWI <laughs> Insider article realized states and lawsuits stands on the grounds that the WWE. <laughs> Say that again. What story. kind of blast was that? It was a pyrotechnic blast. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson claims that safer measures could have been used. What's your thoughts on this, Pharaoh? Yeah, you know what I would do? I would like to know who, everybody else in that section. How's your hearing? Is everybody else here good? Oh, just you, Marvin? Oh, you want to settle for it? Here's a nice number. What do you want to settle for, Marvin? I don't know. A million? Okay. We're selling you for a million. Get the fuck out of oh, here. Oh, my God. R.J. Hudson says Evan and the complainers can open up a nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a rough Evan and today. the complainers is a great name, oh. man. I think it's perfect. I'm, I'm so happy <laughs> I, can't. I thought of it. What is wrong with this world that you feel you just could sue anybody? You know what? Here, I'm going to spend all my money to go to WrestleMania, and then I'm going to sue you because I didn't know that was going to be loud. You know what's wrong with this world? We haven't come up with a law that when you do something like this, if you lose, you are penalized for wasting taxpayers' dollars. I could go on and on, but you right. get the gist, right? I get it. If you are penalized for pulling this shit, even including a prison sentence I for like pulling it. this shit, you ain't going to see these anymore. That'll be the end of these. One thing I didn't write you know? in the script, and uh, thanks to Phil, yeah. Rip Richard Belzer, who passed ironically oh, no. in the house in the southern France that the hoaxer bought for him. What? Belzer died? Yeah. When did this happen? A couple of days ago. Damn. And he passed away in the house. I thought Hogan was the one who... No, I'm never Well, lying. no, what I think I think what Phil means wild. is that Hogan had to settle and pay him, and 
bells are ran off right, the house in you. France. I guess. I you. doubt Hogan was living in France. No, no, no. I, th- I thought that it might have been something that he had done for him. To, as you said, part of the... Jay wow, Will says, strange. even though he was a bad president, I grew up not far from Plains, Georgia. Jimmy Carter's favorite wrestler was Mr. Wrestling Number 2. Mm. Uh, it... Uh, was uh, two was invited to inauguration, but would not unmask. Yes, I heard that story. Right. We were just talking about wrestling number two. How the WWE just crushed him when he came up here. Right? Yeah, they did. Uh, apparently, Mister Wrestling Two was a bit of a dick. You know, I've heard over the years. That's what I heard. Yeah, it wasn't so great to work with. What do you think of Jimmy ego. Carter? Yeah, Jimmy Carter's a good man. Thank you he for saying that. He just shouldn't have been a president. That's Thank all. you for saying that. I, I do think that Jimmy Carter was a good man, although I don't agree with a lot of his opinions, especially in the last bunch of years, which I won't go into right. because some idiot is probably waiting for my next word on that. Right. So, body you. I thought he was a good soul. I will say this. I was very impressed that he was able to get Egypt and Israel to sit down and make peace. Yeah. And you know that that resulted in Sadat's death. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Carter was pretty ballsy in that area. Good stuff. You know? Good stuff. Of course, he was replaced by the great, great Ronald Reagan. The greatest. In the, my mind. The Roman Reigns of presidents. Yeah, in my mind, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in our lifetime, yeah. Speaking of Roman mm-hmm. Reigns, as we continue on with uh, wrestling friends of freaks, mm-hmm. uh, women, a woman shout out to Roman Reigns right in front of her son. Roman Reigns was about to take control of a steel chair at ringside when he heard a woman saying, I love you, Roman, Okay. in front of what potentially might have been her son. <laughs> in what has ended a couple of seconds between a spectator and the WWE superstar. However, those in the crowd could not believe that she had the audacity, the audacity to say something like that. And they felt that she should have been removed from the event. Why? Do you have that video there, Jared? Why? What kind of crime is this? What are we doing now? Let's see if we can see the video. Let's see this. This inter. All right. I, I want to see this interaction between. What could possibly that upset the fans so much be because so... a mother says, "I love you, Roman." I'll tell you what offended me. That horrendous acting when Sami Zayn's wife was like, "He loved you." That was horrible. You don't got the link. I emailed what it to you. Unbelievable. Oh, my Show God. Show comes to a standstill. Now we got to think of something to say. Keep going, Farrell. I'm going to get that. I'm, I'm going to let complain. this get I'm Why not going to let this get away. You know, this is absolutely ridiculous. I will oh, not let quote, this get away. The son was shocked. Is that what they were saying? How could you say that to Roman when, when you got your son here? The son was very upset. Maybe the son figured out, okay, maybe this is why Dad hasn't been at home for the last three months, because she's in love with Roman. How maybe. the hell do I know? I don't know what the hell happened here. <laughs> What the? What is I this? sent the link. Now, to why you. would you want her thrown out? I don't know. What kind of assholes are, are going to wrestling matches? <laughs> Let's look. Get rid of her. Oh my God. Don't you have some feelings All for right, you? Well, kid? to the right of the show. What? To the right. Yeah. And the star of the show is Mr. Jimmy Fowler. To the right of the show. Along with his <laughs> partner, Bart Griggs, make up the mm-hmm. band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall says great songs. is in my dreams. This life not far behind. Here comes the rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page where you hit. Like and subscribe, and do the same for the Monty Nefaro page. Hold up, Bartman. Oh 
man. How to get it in. It's tough, bro. I'm not doing the high one anymore. Download their music on Spotify, tough, Apple Music, <laughs> Reverb Nation. If you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty DeFaro. Catch us on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Watch us on the Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page. Also, don't forget to download the Intuitive app. And you can catch all these documentaries, movies, and Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast. And if you're lucky enough to live in New York, catch us on Channel 115 every Tuesday at 9 p.m. and Saturday at 11.30 a.m. And Channel 20 on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Nice. Nice. We'll be right back. With what we're calling. Wait, got the video. He's going to play it. Let's take What the hell is wrong with people? What? what did she do wrong? I have no idea. Look at the kid, too. You love him? I thought you loved Dad, who hasn't been around in six I months. I hate you, Mommy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, come on. Mom, man. Is that Mom hot? Keep that video. Let me see. Is you. that Mom hot? Uh, well, I wouldn't say she's... She's totally got, I want to bang you, Roman. Absolutely. She wants to bang Roman. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But if what's the woman, big deal? Why are they booing her? All right, we'll be right back at this commercial really break weird. with what we call an Ain't Got Time to Bleed. We got no time to bleed, but we got time to see you in a second. And Nitro's Garage, for all your automotive needs, call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. Jimmy, I got to take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. (sighs) Well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialists. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Farrow, so what'd you think of that video? Uh, I think that's rough. What are they? What are they bothering her for? So sensitive these wrestling fans nowadays. It they, is a little they got bit some crazy, major man. issues. Major issues. Was it because he's a bad guy? Why did they boo her? Who knows? What's the problem? Anyway, on the other line, Mr. Mike Halleck. Mike, how are you, my friend? Can't hear nothing. Can you hear me? He can't hear. He can't hear nothing. He can't. He can't hear us. It's on his end. All right, you want to reroute it with something, Spidey, or what do you want to do here? Yeah, reroute him and see if he can pop on again. Okay. All right. I can't. Sitting next to me, Mike Monty. Mike, can you hear me? (laughs) I'm right here. All right, we got Mike Monty right here. Mike, how you feeling, kid? Undertaker opens up about his infamous confrontation with Brock Lesnar at the past UFC pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. UFC 121 in 2010 proved to be a shocking event for both mixed martial arts of pro wrestling fans, but not because of what happened at the Octagon. The Undertaker was in attendance, 
but he wasn't there just to be a fan as he revealed on Hawk versus Wolf, which is another podcast. Okay. Undertaker was strictly there to pick a fight with Brock Lesnar in a rare out-of-character uh, moment, which ended up being a work, but Dana White didn't know about it. Okay. Thoughts on that? I'll tell you what, right off the bat, you mean to tell me that that was 13 years ago already? So a long That's, time ago, bro. like 13 years ago, first of all. What did I think about it at the time? I thought it was great. I was like, oh, they're obviously going to have a program, you know? School. How did Dana White not know about it? Because, you know, Vince is always working it over. Vince man. worked Dana White pretty good right there. He did. Were you happy when Brock Lesnar uh, beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, I Me think too. so. Me too. I think so. I was the only one in the room that was cheering. Everybody else was looking at me. I was like, what, you didn't see this coming? And they were like, no. But I, I did. I really did. Really? I, I thought that was the end of the streak right there. I did. And it, lo and behold, it happened. And Taker looked like crap during that match, remember? Well. He wasn't on his best game. From what I was know? told, he was uh, actually knocked unconscious. He was kind of out of it. He wasn't doing very well but even before he got in the ring. Yeah. He was not in prime condition. That's for you sure. Know? So I was pleased with that result. I still am every time they rub it in in the fans' boo. I laugh. Jared, when his sound comes back, can you tell me? Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to work. Will you be able to hear him on, on the air? Uh, Mm, very interesting. Shall we try again? Let's try again. Let's you want to try this. again, Spidey? Because yeah. he's still on, right? Yeah. Oh, I see him. Fuck. Can't hear nothing. Mike, you can't hear us at all? It's not looking that way. I can hear Mike cursing. <laughs> yeah, I thought I heard. Yeah, I thought I heard that. That's okay. That's all we do here is curse. You should be able to hear. Yeah, I don't think so. Wow. Yeah. Pig Farm 2. This is like uh, Gary Michael Capetta that time. It's like Pig Shit! Farm. It's Pig Farm 2. Pig Farm 2. Leave Pig Farm alone. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Pig Farm 2. The revival. Mike, if you could, if you could text him, tell him maybe you could put earbuds in. Maybe that's the issue. That, that could be it. I'm not sure. Why don't you tell the folks at home who that was in? Well, I want a surprise. Oh, if, okay. if he doesn't get it in here, we'll... Uh, You're going to leave them hanging until next week? No, no. We'll no. Get it. For years, one of the major complaints... All right, got to ask you. Go ahead. You're not an AEW fan. I get it. I'm yeah. not really an AEW fan. Right. What do you feel about all the blood that's going oh, on now? It's fucking overkill. Stop it. Blood used to be, like, meaningful, you know? They've killed the whole... Um, it's not meaningful. Everybody bleeds. All the time. You know, now I won't always agree with WWE having no blood. Don't you like blood if it counts, if it's well placed? And remember when they used to bleed, we'd go, oh shit, they're bleeding. Right. That's because you didn't see it every day and it was handled for the right moments. AEW does it all the time. You know, Tony Khan makes an announcement, oh crap, on my nose! Right. You know, I mean, like everyone's bleeding all the time. Turn off to you or what? Blood always. Used to was be the cul- much more effective. You know, the, the, the end of... The culmination yeah, of arrival. Uh, right, right. The final like chapter of the war. Whatever else. Can you hear me now? I think you rune... You can? You can? Want to try it again? It hold on. You put yours on first. All right, hold on. I'll believe it when I hear it. Can you hear me, Mike? you hear him. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Insert. When it went, when it went. Here. Mike? I can't hear you. Can't yep. hear me. We got, we definitely got a hearing thing going on. Fuck. Yavo. 
All right, folks. I can hear. All right. Hold on. Still can't hear him. But if anyone doesn't know, that's Mike Halleck. He, uh, he played, I want to make sure, Mantor in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Did, you, mm-hmm. uh, did you dig Mantor? I never forgot him, if that's what you're getting at. I was just like, what the fuck? It's crazy. It so, was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I was like, what, what's going on Did you on remember here? that giant yeah. Mantor of, head? Of course I do. Of course I he do. He was a big, big Big, that big was dude. yeah. That was definitely what, what was that early? Is that early nineties? I um, want to say. I would say. I think that's ninety four. Yeah. Right. The early nineties into. Oh, yeah. So anyway, Mike's yeah. Mike's Mike is attempting to come on because we want to make a special announcement that okay, thanks to you, partner PN News from WCW. Oh wow! We'll okay. be doing a show. There'll be our second show on the channel okay um i wanted him to make the announcement of mm-hmm. the thing uh he's got his headset on let me just see if he can hear me now hold on all right mike can you hear me now mike can you guys hear me can you, can you hear, hear me? me i can hear you you can hear me i can hear you yeah all right you guys talking yeah, he can hear you us sure want right. to put your headset on why not we'll give this a shot can you hear me? I yeah. can hear you we, fine. You sound fine. We got fine. you, brother. We got you. You good with us now? You got okay, us? Okay, I barely can hear you guys, so we'll try and make it work. What's that? I think we need to speak loud. Oh, is that? We need to speak louder, Mike? How's that? Is that good? There you go, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, sir? What's happening? Welcome to Monty and the Pharaoh. Hey, thank you very much for having me tonight, guys. It's a pleasure, you know, uh, just out here in sunny southwest Florida living my best life. So, Mike, uh, we wanted the fans to get the opportunity to meet you, and you tell them what venture uh, you and your partner are doing to join Monty and the Pharaoh and your new show. Yeah, man, we got some big news coming out uh, me and my ex tag team partner, PN Paul News, the rap master from WCW, we're uh, going to be starting a fantastic podcast called SOB Sports. And you can call us on the mall boys, you can call us son of a bitches, you can call us whatever you want to, just don't call us late for dinner, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. We are very excited to have you joining us. Uh, I got the opportunity to really talk to you on Saturday for about an hour, you and your partner. And uh, you guys are very excited about doing this new show. Uh, can you tell the fans, what's the show going to be about? Well, you know, we're going we're gonna to be a little bit personal. We're going to talk some wrestling. We're going to talk a lot of sports. Uh, we're going to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. You know, this is going to be a no-holds-barred show, and um, I'm sure Paul has a few things to get off his chest. I know I have a few things to get off mine. And uh, it's just hopefully we can um, inspire somebody, help somebody have a better day, uh, wake up with a positive attitude, because you know what? Our motto here at SLB Sports is you only die once. But you live every fucking day. Nice. Nice. 
Mike, are you surprised at the staying power of your gimmick all these years later? This is pretty wild. Well, I have to tell you, man, I am, I am really surprised because, you know, Vince gave me this stupid fucking gimmick wearing a bullhead. And um, 30 years later, 35 years later, everybody remembers it still. Yep. And so yep. I'm, I'm very honored and privileged, and them kind of things wouldn't happen with that wonderful fan base of professional wrestling. I mean, professional wrestling. Wrestling fans are crazy, and I really do think that most of them, 9 out of 10 of them, appreciate what we put our bodies through on a nightly basis just to give them what they want and make them happy. Absolutely. Because not every motherfucker can do it, man. Oh, no. you got to be a man's man to be yep. a professional wrestler. Yep. I've Bulls, had, I've had many, many young boys come to the ring and say, hey, I want to be a pro wrestler. I want to be a pro wrestler. And they come in, and after putting a screw to them for five minutes and shooting on them, okay, sorry, man, thanks, man. This is not what I thought it was going to be. I appreciate it, you know. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be all bells and whistles and, yeah. and no pain and no torture and no passion, you know, because I wouldn't be able to do what I've done for such a long time if I didn't have the passion to entertain people. I don't care how I do it, when I do it, where I do it. I just want to make the fans happy. And if I can inspire somebody, if I can change someone's day, if I can help them lose weight or help them get in the gym or help them kick a drug habit, whatever the fucking case may be, if I can help them make their life better, then I've won. I've won. You know, because that's what it's all about for me is the fans. Because without the fans, we wouldn't be shit. There would be no... uh, Razor Ramon, for God's sakes. There would be no Brett Hitman Hart. There would be no Andre the Giant. There wouldn't be Stone Cold Steve Austin and Rock. If this goes on and on and on, there wouldn't be no Mantar, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't be here today. So, you know, without the fans, we're nothing. We're nothing. And I think some of the boys, you know, forget that shit sometimes, you know. Um, yeah. I'm pissing in the uh, fucking pussy bullshit going on in the locker room. Oh, yeah, hit me too fucking hard or or you did this, or you did that, or I remember one time Lex Luger said to me in the fucking, uh, in a, uh, Battle Royal or whatever, he was like, uh, motherfucker, he said, you ain't gonna grab me by my trunks and, and throw me in the ring, I'll get myself, I said, then when I grab you, motherfucker, get in the ring, you know, don't fucking pussyfoot, you know what I'm fucking doing, so get your ass in there, you know, help help the fucking guy out, you know, because you're only as good as the guy you're working with. If that guy wants to make you look like shit, he's going to make you look like shit. Safe to say Luger was a prick. His reputation uh, precedes itself. Yeah, you know, he was one of them fucking prima donnas, you know. Um, he's a great guy today. I've talked to him at you know, a few conventions the last few years. Um, totally changed, but back then, man, he was, he was a fucking prick. Just like Razor Ramon was a fucking prick. Right. Shawn Michaels was a fucking prick. Right, right. Well, you were there. You would know. Well, can I guess this is a kind of a tough question. Uh, just last week, they had the first uh, documentary on AE on the NWO, and you brought up Scott Hall. Um, 
Mike, this is a really difficult question, but I'll just ask you to answer it as honest as you can. When someone like Scott Hall passes and you had those kind of issues with him, is it like a good riddance thing or do you feel bad? Mm. No, you know, we're, we're all put on this earth to fucking pay our taxes and die. Let's face it, none of us are getting out of here alive. That's for right? sure. But you have to remember that to get respect, you have to earn respect. And if you're going to come to me and say, okay, I want to get this, this, and this in, I was like, okay, bro, but I want to get this, this, and this in. He was like, you know, you really got to do a good job of putting me over tonight. And I was like, well, I understand, you know, you want to get the belt back from Double J because, you know, Razor uh, got put in drug rehab for the fucking 3,017th time. And when he got out of rehab, he was going to go back and get the belt from uh, Double J. Well, this was his first match back on TV with me, and I had been in the company for eight or nine months at this point, and I was undefeated. And so I was like, well, I don't mind getting your shit in, but I want to make sure I get my shit in. And he said, okay. So we go out there, man, we start the match, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't want to do this thing where he decked the clothesline and shot a toothpick at me. And um, he ducked the clothesline, shot his toothpick at me, and I pushed him in the chest, and he open-hand slapped me, and this motherfucker took the liberty and tried to knock me out. Well, needless to say, I'm Mantar by Cali, bro, and I've been around the fucking block, and I'm an amateur wrestling stud. I will take your ass down and fucking shoot on you and break something in a fucking hurry. I shook that shit off like this, charged him and just fucking buried him in the fucking corner, start bashing him, and we're starting fighting in the fucking corner, and Vince gets out of the earpiece of the referee and says, Tell them two fuckers are on national TV and knock that shit off. Save it for the back. And so when the match was over and I got counted out, when the rowdy came down and Razor sidestepped my, my avalanche charge, my Mantar uh, bull rush, he sidestepped it, threw me over the top, and we got counted out. And uh, when I got in the back, man, I was waiting for him to come through the curtain. And uh, we both faced off, man. There was some pushing and shoving. We had H's fucking pulling us apart. I said, motherfucker. I don't care who you are, where you come from, or how much fucking money you're making. You want me to put you over? Well, you're going to put me over. And it's going to be a cold day of fucking hell before you're going to try and knock me out. You better hit me harder next time, bitch. And, you know, they had to pull us apart. And I knew when that happened, I knew that my days were number. But I really didn't give a fuck because I'm not an ass kisser. I'm not a yes man. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And if you don't like it, Tough shit, man. I got better and bigger things to do. Boy, your show's going to fit right in on this channel. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Yep. <laughs> yep. There you go. That's what I like to hear, fellas, because, you know, listen, it is what it is until it isn't no more. And I'm not going to sit up here and tell you bullshit that's not fucking true, you know. And um, these are my real-life experiences in the WWE, and, you know, Life wasn't always a better fucking roses. I'm here to tell you that. Fans want to know, what did you ever do with the Minotaur head? So, I didn't own that. Vince owned that. He spent like $85,000 to make that motherfucker. Jesus. You don't yeah, think Vince ever got fresh with it, do you? Out. 
Like privately? Uh, you know, no advance he sure no no advance he sure fucking could have, man. You know. <laughs> Eighty five grand. Yes. Were you nervous I'm wearing thinking, that? Listen, listen, Vince don't give a fuck if you're a man or a woman, oh, and he boy. probably don't give a fuck if you're an animal, so who gives a fucking Wow, a minotaur, boing. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what made you? What made you come up with the idea for the show? I mean, was this something brewing for a while in your head with PN News? Well, or? You know, um, I was talking Mike to Michael Monty Jr. and um, oh, me and Paul been talking about this for about six months. Oh really? And uh, okay. okay. And so Paul put a business plan together and everything, and um, we were going to kick it off and. We, I just happened to uh, get hooked back up with an old longtime friend that's in the uh, movie industry. And um, he put us together, and um, here we are, man. Sweet. Time to rise and shine. There you go. Well, Mike, we're looking forward to the first edition of your show with your partner. Uh, I know the Pharaoh is. I know I am. Very excited for your show. I know the fans will be, too. And again, just fill in the fans, what's the show going to be about, and uh, what they could expect. Well, you're going to hear lots of true stories. Uh, you're going to hear about a little bit of sports. You're going to hear about NASCAR. You're going to hear about some NFL football, some NHL hockey. You're going to hear about some Gun Masters time. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of NASCAR. The NASCAR season just kicked off last week at the Daytona 500 down here in Florida. Great finish, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. took the lead with two laps to go and hung on to the win by less than a half a second. Less than a half a second to go to a tower. And if that's not impressive, I don't know what is, man. I love NASCAR. I love going to NASCAR races. And it's just a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. Mike, is there anybody that's ever going to, if, if it's possible, is there going to be a next big star to somehow fill the void of uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.? You know, in the NASCAR industry, that's going to be really, really tough. That's what I feared. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, Mike, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to drop in and give this little surprise to everybody out there. I'm very excited, and well, thank you again. Jimmy Johnson, and only because he's a seven-time champion. Jimmy J. I don't know if he heard you there. You might want to run that by him again. I was going to say, Mike, thank you for everything. Uh, we're looking forward to the show, and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. And he's froze. Okay. <laughs> well, Mike, good job. Good job, Mike. All right, Farrell, are you excited? Yeah, Another I edition am now. for the channel. Yeah, now. We're Bums. making our moves. Yeah. How'd you like some of that shit? Scott Hall's a real skidabitch. I'm going to tell you what. What on earth? Wait till these stories. They why, is, why was he constantly squashing people? He basically just said the guy ruined his career. Yeah. Man, come on, Scotty. Rust in peace, but jeez, bro. We didn't, he didn't even get into Shawn Michaels, oh, Kevin Nash. Oh, my God. This could be yeah, He this knows could them be, all. This could he, be crazy. He dealt with them and all. And he was during that time, on uh, during the click. Yeah, it, he sure it, was. It, this could be a pretty special type sure of show. It was, so don't forget to click on that show. So I hope everybody's excited that? there. Speaking, uh, <laughs> again, keeping on that whole NWA yeah. thing, I was thinking about Hogan and we were discussing Hogan. Yeah. I put together a list who I thought Hogan's greatest. Uh, I know I'm really 
quickly moving through this now, but who I thought Hogan's greatest uh, foils were. Wait a minute. Where was this? I don't know. Where the hell is it? Oh, it must be on the previous page. There, there it is. Go. Go there you go. I jumped ahead. All right, so I put them in an order, and yeah. by all means, I really want you to critique this and say yes. What, the no, order or whether well, I agree with either it? Either or, right? Okay. All right, so at number 10, I put Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Uh, now, acted, really, you wouldn't Shawn think that Michaels he would be acted a, like a jackass, and fortunately for everybody, the match was entertaining anyway. I'm talking about SummerSlam. Talking about Do you Michael feel that like Shawn Michaels would be number 10 on the Hulk Hogan foils? It's possible. I mean, considering I didn't get a heads up, I would really have to sit down and think about who really deserves to be on this list. But Shawn Michaels is an all-time. Uh, number part nine, of it. I put Sergeant Slaughter, <coughs> which I know you hated that match. Fuck, I hated that match. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's Sergeant Slaughter when I think of Hulk Hogan. Go ahead. DDP at number eight. He's another one I don't think of. I think of DDP. Yeah, you think of WWF. When I think of the NWO, I think but of you, DDP. DDP. Like threatening every week that he might join and then not. But, that was But cool. he was also, he wrestled Hogan numerous times, right? Yeah. Carl Malone yeah. with DDP. Yeah. All right? Yeah. No, you got to remember, when I was thinking about this, Hogan didn't have a ton of foils, man. You know nope. what I'm saying? Nope. Nope. Uh, number seven, and he could be higher, but I put Sting. Sting was a rival. Yeah. I have no issue with any of these guys being on the list. Uh, you know, they were all rivals. Sting was a rival. Number six, I put the ultimate warrior. This guy. This guy, in my mind, in the top three. In wow. the top three Hogan all-time opponents, I would think, in my mind. Well, let's look at number five. I put Flair. I consider the ultimate warrior a much greater historically for as an opponent for Hulk Hogan. Flair Hogan WWE, Don't Flair care. Hogan WCW. Hogan Warrior WrestleMania. One match. Six. One match. One eternal match that we still know was an absolute classic. Nope. Warrior uh, will always be up at the top of Hogan's rivals. To me. That's fair. Okay. Number four, Randy Savage. Randy now, Savage. I thought it would have been lower, but I, when I was thinking no, about it. No, Randy Savage deserves to be in the top, top, top of the top. No, when I mean lower, yeah. I thought he would be like one or two. Right. But after looking at it, I was like, ah. You start to realize that he's probably exactly where he should be. Yeah, exactly. Although I got to admit, the next one you're going to name, we'll get to this, but I do think that, okay, I basically feel like, you know, if I'll just throw it out first. Nah, we got to finish your list. I can't do it. Go ahead. Okay. So Go I put ahead. number three, The Rock. Now, to hold to what you were saying, yeah. WrestleMania six, Warrior Hogan, even though they wrestled once, Rock WrestleMania, Hogan. Rock, Rock Hogan, Hogan greatest, oh, one of oh, the greatest, oh if not God. the greatest WrestleMania oh, match oh, ever. Oh, 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 my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, to me, but we're not finished with the list. I have to wait till you finish okay. the list. Number two. This I felt very strongly about. This this would not move for me ever is Roddy Piper. Should Piper even be one? There would be an argument there. Only there's one man that stands in front of him. And that and man stands Andre, above all of them. Right. The great Andre the Giant. Right. Um, that's the list mm -hmm. of Hogan foils. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. I'm going to go with Andre. Then I'm going to go with Randy. Okay. And then I'm going to go with Roddy. Okay. And then I'm going to go with Warrior. Okay. And then I'm going to go as my top five, The Rock. 
Fair enough. I, I think that. that's an excellent list. That's fine. You know what I mean? Uh, as far as, uh, you know, come on. These guys all had an amazing moment. Andre the Giant, WrestleMania 3. Roddy Piper, WrestleMania 1. The Rock, WrestleMania 18. Randy Savage, WrestleMania 5. Ultimate Warrior, WrestleMania 6. These all climaxed at the Super Bowl. These are his five definitive best opponents, historically. And by the way, look at this list that Hulk Hogan can say. So who were some of your all-time opponents? Supposedly greatest wrestler of all time. My guy does cartwheels. Who was your fucking greatest you opponents? Go. Andre the Giant, Roddy Piper, The Rock, Randy Savage, and Ultimate Warrior? What are you kidding me? You, sh- you guys sure Hogan didn't do enough? You guys who hate Hogan? Are you sure <laughs> he didn't do enough? You idiots. All right, we're almost, we're almost out oh of time, God. so we're going to finish off the show with... Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. People have been clamoring for oh, it, so no. we're going to bring it back for a do- round two. Jared, are you ready for another me. episode of Dear Pharaoh? <laughs> I'm ready for <laughs> this. Uh, people were asking to bring Scotty, it back. It wasn't part him. of the plan, but all right. Oh, so I took two questions. Uh, actually, three questions. Okay. Uh, two are actually real questions. One I pulled from the internet. Oh, boy. All right, you ready? Yeah, sure. Dear Pharaoh. Yeah, Dear Pharaoh. Yeah. Jake wrote. Mm-hmm. Jake. Is it possible for a man to be in love with two women at the same time? Pharaoh, please help. Is it impossible to be in love with two women at the same time? No, it's not. It's really not. But if I were you, I'd choose one before a frying pan goes across the back of your head. That's it? That's it? Why? You want to get hit by a frying pan? I think that's You find that to be pleasant? That's sound. Yeah, you better choose one real fast, bro. That's sound advice. Because they're they're both going to scratch your eyes out if they find out. Jake, if you're out there, you're listening, or if you're catching us on a replay. (laughs) Jake. Come on, Jake. Be smart. Pharaoh says, please, please. Make a decision. Yes, it is possible to be in love. Yes. But you need to make a decision. Jared, is that sound advice from the pharaoh? I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. The sound good. advice? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Jar- uh, Jake can go on with his life and be okay. It also depends where they're located, right? Look at you, Spidey. <laughs> Look at that. Very good. And I was just about to suggest to Jake that if he can't get it over both of them to get two different cell phones. That's you can call one on one and call one on the other. You can't give secondary advice. No! You, you don't want to get hit in the head with the frying pan. Pick one. Listen, Jared, Misha- stop causing trouble. After last week, Misha Montana quit porn because she took your advice. So you're doing well. She quit porn? She quit porn. She joined Evan in the complainers? <laughs> no. Because she was oh complaining quite a bit. <laughs> she would have fit right in. All right, here we go. All right, go ahead. Dear Pharaoh. Yeah. yeah. How do you explain to a man how uncomfortable hot flashes are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pre-menopausal woman who's been married for 12 years who to a sweet husband who loves to snuggle. <laughs> okay. But, but when I'm having a hot flash, yeah. the last thing I want is a warm body touching me. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. husband thinks I'm mean mm-hmm. and I'm one of those freaky females. Mm-hmm. How can I make him understand that hot flashes happen and that it should be okay for me to ask for some space until the feeling passes. Okay, you're for, hot. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. From Hot from Flash who? Hilda. Hot Flash Hilda. All right, you know what, Hilda? I feel your pain. I do. So this is how you're going to get your man to realize everything you go through. I want you to take him out one night for some beers and some spicy buffalo wings. But here's what I want you to do. 
When he goes to the can, because he's been drinking the beer, I want you to slip some X-Lax into that beer. As he's drinking that X-Lax infused beer and pounding down those hot, spicy wings, that motherfucker's going to get some hot flashes. And then when you see that he starts to sweat, say, what's the matter? You feel all right? Were you getting a hot flash, motherfucker? So that's basically Should, should was, she ask for sex at that moment? I think she should say, I want you to take me to the bathroom right now and... Let's let's go. First of all, can I can I listen? I know this is dear Pharaoh, but yeah, you know, we are partners, and maybe I can help out here a little bit. No, this is not dear Monty. This is dear I, Pharaoh. I understand, but I'm trying. You to just help. told him not to not to all help. Right. Fine, no, go ahead. What did you have? In I was going to say Hilda. If hot flash, if Hilda. Li- to you, hot flash, hot flash, hot flash. If Hilda. you're if you're snuggling in bed, yeah. Mm-hmm. The first thing you have to know is if you're having a hot flash is to put a pillow in between you and your husband. You don't want to do the ass rub. The ass rub is always going to cause an eventual problem where while the, sleeping in bed. Where the fuck do you get this? You understand what I'm saying? You are fucking burnt. Okay. Yeah, the they, ass rub. The ass okay. rub will lead okay. to okay. what you don't want to happen. Yeah, yeah, So you yeah, should yeah, systematically yeah. set up a pillow where yeah. your husband, when he tries to do the snuggle, mm-hmm. he's got the pillow and... Right. and Obviously, hot flash. Mm. Don't push back on the pillow. Because when you push back on the pillow, then some things start to arise. Why don't you ask him to wear earplugs so if you make any sounds from down below, we can't hear it anyway. What? All right, last <laughs> question. A bedpan? Underneath the bed, maybe? Last question. <laughs> what? Hello, Farrow. Hello. I recently retired <laughs> I recently retired from full-time work about a month ago due to, due to my reduced income. Who wrote this? Benny? Can you let me read it? It says right there at the beginning, Benny. Well, I was going to leave from Benny. Okay, go ahead. All right? Okay, go ahead. Here you go. Jump in script. Yeah. I did not. That was there before. We're going to start over. I went in the proper order here. Hello, Farrell. I recently retired from full-time work about a month ago. (laughs) Due to my reduced income, I've had to cut down on hookers. Do you think I should take up a hobby to fill the void? Lonely and hard. You're if well, you know what? You probably should, and it'll be a lot healthier for you. It's called jerking off. Enjoy yourself. That's your advice? Yeah. Jerk off? Well, unless you want to get arrested constantly running after hookers. So let me ask you this. The man has recently retired. He yes. certainly doesn't have the funds he used to have. Right. So you're saying, hey, don't spend them on hookers. Masturbation's free. It isn't, though. Why? The price of tissues is... Unless you don't use tissues. Stand over the toilet and flush when you're done. You want, you're saying to <laughs> masturbate over a toilet. Well, you don't want him to waste money on tissues, that, Michael. That's pretty smart. I never I, even thought of it. But Jared, thoughts on that advice, to masturbate over a toilet this is a sick so show. you don't use that, really, tissues. That could run up the water bill quite a bit. <laughs> All right, I tell you what, go in the backyard at nighttime when no one can see you and find a flower to water. How's that sound? Is that okay? That's better. But then what if you have a dog? <laughs> then the dog goes out, steps in it, then he brings it back in the house. How do you know the dog isn't doing the same thing in that same corner? Dogs are pretty, uh, you know. Well, this has been <laughs> another episode of Dear Farrow Farrow. I think you've saved some more lives. I think so. I, I feel like I'm actually contributing to society for the first time. This gimmick is okay. You are helping the it's common right. man. It's all right. So, Benny, remember, pull, don't press. Pull, don't press. All right. All right, well, this this uh Hey, you feed him. I'm going to knock him out. Whatever. I got to tell you what guys, else you got? we're hitting home runs. Two two train wrecks of a show back to back. We are killing. This has it. not Ladies and gentlemen, Pig Farm. <laughs> what? What? Wow. You said it. I'm on, a, I'm on Wait a, a minute, streak I right it. now. I am on a, I'm over 2. 
Are you? I'm f- I don't know. I feel like we've been having killer shows. I don't know what you're talking you about. So? I absolutely think well, the fans are enjoying it. Fit, the fans are enjoying they, they it. Are. They love us. They're part of the family, and they'll be back next week. What's the difference? You know, we're doing good. We're doing right. fine. So, remind everybody next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, Chris Lee is alive and out of his kangaroo pouch. Things are good. Things are good. What are we wow. talking? Chris Lee's jumped out of the kangaroo pouch. He has. Absolutely. And I have, I've stopped calling him Keith Lee. So there's hope for everybody. So this was a wrestling show. It's turned into an advice show. <laughs> Pretty much. Unbelievable. Pretty much. I don't know how it happened. but I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget the great Hollywood John Tatum yes. in next week. Yes. Without uh, Missy Hyatt. Without Missy we'll Hyatt. Go ahead. All right. Fine. Go ahead. And then we have another Love show. You, How you doing, Missy? Then we got Sinister Minister, and then we got Sinister Freddy Minister PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It just Did gets long Manny and Fernandez? hard. Did you he hear Manny Fernandez down the road? Davio yeah, says, "What up, Monty Navarro? Davio, how are you? Want to wish you guys. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope you enjoyed uh, Mantor." Who's coming on with We're his doing own this. show? We're doing this next week. we got to do this next week. Next week, folks. I ran out of time, dude. That's fine. Next week, look forward to a head-to-head. We won't say who. We'll make you I knew you would think like about that it. One. I like that one. That's anyway, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, don't forget this week in Wrestling on Friday. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Uh, isn't uh, there something coming on after the show tonight? Isn't there? Go ahead. What do we got there? We got, we go got the after show. With? At 10.30 with ESO. Which is Mr. Brucey. Now, Chris is... Out of the kangaroo pouch is Chris. Is Chris? I don't know. That okay. I don't know. Okay. But as we're building shows, there'll be uh, returns of. Again, I, guys, I told you that we were going to have Marty back. You know, things happen. It's like Marty kind of disappeared. Marty's Marty. Marty, guys. It's, it's a very, very. Come on, Marty's Marty. <laughs> we're working on him. We'll see if we. We'll see if he calls. Tony's us. Tony. Tony's Tony. Tony's Tony. Tony's Tony. Guys. And, and to be honest with you guys, I'm way too busy to be chasing people. Right? No, we don't chase. Besides, we could barely run at our age. Exactly. So, you know, I'm it, not going to chase people. So we can sprint fast. But um, I'm I'm really excited. I'm really yeah. excited uh, for yeah. the upcoming show that puts two shows on with this channel. Right. Before you know it, we'll be fully running. And again, right. I'm going to ask everybody, please go to your Apple phone and download the free app intuitive mm-hmm. network mm-hmm. there's a lot of great movies on there documentaries and the best part's free and the best part about the whole network is you've got long island's number one pro wrestler broadcast on it Faro, send us on our way you've been watching monty and the Pharaoh, and until next time thank you all for allowing us to come into your living rooms later guys uh, your living rooms <laughs>